What's going on, beautiful creators? It's your girl, Emma Michelle, bringing you an episode of Drop That Booty, the show where we give you a valid reason to be nosy as artists come through and drop gems about their creative journey. Let's go. Today's special guest is a rapper with a versatile style that'll take you from rap to R&B. Welcome to the show, Henderson, North Carolina's own Jaron Watkins, a.k.a. Akeem Mohammed, B.K.A. Fat Ock. Thanks for coming through. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> all right. So I got to start off asking, what is going on with all of these names? Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you were ask that, but, you know, <laughs> I was born Jaron Watkins, but I'm also Muslim. So mm. Akeem Mohammed is my Muslim name. And Fat Ock, that's my stage name, my rap name. Okay, so let's jump into this music. How did you get started with Oh, this? man, I started at Shaw University probably around 2015, 16. Mm-hmm. I used to just freestyle all the time, like in the calf or around people in the yard. And my boy Trey, he was like, yo, like you just need to come to the studio. My boy Vegas had a studio in his dorm. He's like, man, just come in there, do whatever, freestyle on the song. I think you like, really do it. But... I went and did it, but I won't take it serious. I was like, oh, nah, like, <laughs> this ain't for me. <laughs> oh, man. I so, made, you, like, <laughs> so you got into it by I mean, accident. Yeah, yeah, completely <laughs> by accident. Like, I wasn't taking it serious. Then I made like three songs, and I was like, oh, yeah, these are so whack. Like, nah. <laughs> but like a couple people around campus, like, I let them hear, and it was like vibing to it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this might be good. Then I started taking it more serious and got into it. I dropped my first mistake, like, 2017, I think, my junior year. Yeah, it just took off from there. So were you into music or writing as a child, or is it really something that just hit when you got to college? Oh, no, I've always been a musical person. Like, I was in a band, like, <laughs> elementary school, middle school, high school, like, all in a band. Wait, what instrument did you play? All that. I played the trombone. Oh, I played man. the snare drum. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I just got like all into it. I start it started from there really, and I'm a big rap fan, like all old school classes, talking Wu Tang, all okay. that. So yeah, and I always used to my brother actually he used to be the one rapping all the time, and so like I always wanted to battle him, <laughs> but I always felt like I couldn't win him. I always felt like I couldn't beat him. I was like, nah, like nah, man, I ain't got no good material. So I just used to write all the time, all the time, all the time. Then one day he finally was like, yo, like what's up? Let me see what you got. <laughs> and I remember I spit this freestyle for him. He was like, yo, like, oh. But you said those first oh, yeah. rounds was whack. Like, what was those rounds about? <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I just came to the studio, man. I was probably like in there on the lit, lit level. <laughs> I just came in there on some demon time. Like, yo, forget it. I'm just going to go straight out the dome, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever we're going to talk about, whatever. Went in there, laid down some crazy mess. It was actually <laughs> off, uh, I don't remember the song, but it was a Lil Yachty, uh, Lil Yachty record that he did. Mm-hmm. And I just did a remix off of it. Okay. But it was like horrible. It was trash. It was I mean, trash. Listen, at least you can admit it. That's the only way to grow. You know, if you know your stuff suck in the beginning, you can grow and get better at it. Yeah, most definitely. So, like, how you feel about your music now? Uh, <laughs> like, see, I'm my biggest critic with whatever I do, especially with my music. So, it's mm. like, I always think, like, people always tell me, like, my newest song that I had dropped, Empty Feelings, like, it got me out of my comfort zone because mm. I don't usually, like, I make R&B records, but I don't, mm. like, sing, sing with it. <laughs> but on this song, I, like, started singing a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, I rock with this one. Like, I felt like that was a good song. 
And um, I was telling people, like, I don't know, though. Like, I ain't really want to drive it. And people like, hey, man, that's the one. Like, yeah, that's that's the one right there. They can take you off. So when it comes to like that, I was just like, you don't really know. Like, I'll be, like, second-guessing myself. I'm crazy. I've been tripping lately. I'm in my feelings. My brother said I'm acting soft. I knew he wouldn't feel me. I gave that girl all of me. It almost killed me. Like, how you supposed to be my nigga? Then you turn against me. I know a lot of people glad to see me down and out. How you say you want my best but never help me out? Yeah, so I had a chance to listen to Empty Feelings, and I did want to hop into that song because I want to know. It's like you, whoever you was talking about, you truly entered your feelings on that record. <laughs> like, what brought that on? What was going on in your mind, oh, and how, what was man. the process of writing it? <laughs> man, I had a lot going on. I had just went through a breakup mm-hmm. and all that, and I'm like, man, you know what? I'm not ready to be sitting here sad. <laughs> I'm ready to just put this into a song, you know? Like, I'll be sad on the song. Mm-hmm. So I just went to the studio, gave the producer the beat. I'm like, yo, I got this song. Like, man, I've been going through a lot of pain. I'm just about to put it in some music. Like, let's go and it was just history from there okay i hear you pulled the jay-z and had to make the song cry oh yeah definitely <laughs> was it a song that came to you quick or did you have to work at it oh no it came to me quick like as soon as i heard the beat i was just in my room one day like uh-huh. going through the motions <laughs> and i'm like yo <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, I just started freestyling, you know, singing the chords and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I got to go to the studio. This this is perfect for me to empty my pain out on. So what's your typical writing process like? Or do you have one? Me, typically, me typically, I just go in, like, listen to a few beats. And, like, the beat catch my eye. I usually just start with the hook. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, bass, like, everything after the hook, after that. Most of the time, that's what I do. Or sometimes I, like, freestyle it, but I'm not, like, I freestyle, but I don't. I like to write better. I like okay. to write more than I do freestyle. So, like, who are some of your inspirations growing up? I know you mentioned Wu Tang. Like, what's a go-to song for you? Man, definitely the Mystery of Chess Boss. You definitely got to go with that. <laughs> or I could go with uh, also Simple. Mm-hmm. That's my like my favorite. Okay. You're an independent artist or are you signed? Oh no, independent, fully in- independent. Independent. What is that what has that journey been like being an independent artist? Crazy, <laughs> bumpy journey, I tell you that yeah. much. Cause it's like, you know, like with me, I'm hundred percent all in by myself with it. I got my my boys from the hood, you know, they're my team, mm-hmm. whatever, like my brother, my mom. But other than that, like it's all me. So when it comes to distribution, I gotta handle all that. Manager wise, on my own manager, like stuff like that. Like it's real crazy, especially when trying to get your foot in the door for other things like venues. A lot of venues don't want to do no work with no independent artists. They're like, nah, we're not ready to take that chance. Do you think that's going to change? We're like in the midst of this COVID pandemic and everything shut down. Do you have any hope oh, that yeah. it might change once like everything is I'm, over? I'm 100% sure like once everything opens, it's going to have to change because I feel like independent artists is on the rise. Like, yeah. You got you still got people getting assigned, but I feel like you got a lot of more independent artists branching out, doing their own thing, making their own line. So I feel like sooner or later it's going to have to change regardless they like it or not. Yeah. So, like, what's your preference? Would you prefer to be an independent artist and build up your team, or would you prefer to be signed? Ah, uh, that's something I've been going back and forth with. <laughs> but like all the time, I tell people all the time, like I think I prefer to be independent because mm-hmm. like labels, I honestly like a lot of cats get done dirty by yeah. these labels, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, I keep it like for myself. I can handle all of that. Like, I just like had to add on. Do you have any stories, like horror stories you heard that just made you like, nah? 
Yeah, yeah. Asking for myself, like some record label out of Canada was uh, hitting me up like mm-hmm. over last summer about signing with them. And I'm like, I was looking into it back then because I'm like, okay, you know, this might be a good run, whatever. Mm-hmm. I did a little research on them. But anyway, like when it came down to the discussion table, they tried to hit me with like one of those 360 deals. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no. And then like, oh, I asked, like, I wanted to retain all my artistic creativity. Right. And they like, nah. They like, nah, you know, you can get a little bit of that. But we still have say so. And I'm like, nah, I ain't going with none of that. I'll stay independent. All right. So tell me, what is next for you? Uh, next, I got a project coming up. Uh, it's going to be part two of my mixtape that I actually dropped in okay. 2017 while I was in college. Like, when I dropped there, everybody was liking the vibe. So I realized, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drop a part two to that. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be lost in the sauce volume two. Okay. So I'm definitely ready to drop that. And I got another project coming up. I don't know if I'm gonna make that one an EP because it's mm-hmm. like a lot of songs and people like they want me to drop this King of the Apes project that I have. Okay. Now. So yeah, Lost in the Sauce might be an EP, so y'all be on the lookout for that one. All right, we're gonna stay tuned. So before I um sign off with you, what has been the best and the worst part of your journey as an artist so far? I say the best, the best is just like getting, being an inspiration. Like I'd have people hit me up like, yo, like especially with the feelings, like when you mm-hmm. brought that up, like, I'd have people like, yo, I feel this song. Like I'm going through like some of the same problems, especially with like the girl problems. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that, uh, the inspiration vibe. Like you can definitely connect with people on that level, get them some inspiration or, you know, you, may, you might not know, no, you might save a life, you know? Right. So I like I like that. And uh, the worst, I would have to say, like, <laughs> dealing with craziness, man. Like, flaws, like, people coming out with the rumors and stuff Uh-oh. like that. That's probably the worst. <laughs> coming off with rumors. Well, that, that's, that's part of the job. The that's part of the job. Yeah, you got to get used to that one. Hey, completely. <laughs> completely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Drop That Booty. And everyone, be sure to check out Fat Ox Single, Empty Feelings, and the rest of his projects he has coming up on iTunes, Spotify, and all them other places. Check them out. We out. Most definitely. Most definitely.